Hey guys, welcome aboard. This is Happy Hour with Ryan. I'm your guest. If you hadn't figured out the last two months, my name is Ryan White. So this is, of course, the pre-hop show to get you ready for uh, the episode. So we're going to get right to it and get you prepared uh, to listen to my guest for this week for episode eight, Denard Stewart. I'm going to give a shout out here uh, to our brother and sister, and great friends, Richard and Jessica Willis, congratulations on your new home. Uh, we were helping them move uh, this weekend, and it's just awesome and a great thing to see, um, you know, seeing two people really work hard. Uh, you definitely see, uh, you know, the perseverance and the drive. Uh, man, just see somebody, it's really beautiful to, to see somebody, you know, you know where the work, hard work has been going. A beautiful house, beautiful home. Can't wait uh, until we have a get together over there. And man, it is really nice. So congratulations to those guys there and their family. Well, I had been uh, putting off going to get tested for COVID. Uh, kind of back and forth. I don't know if I was just just apprehensive or, or you know whatever the deal was, but uh, I picked up. Uh, Jennifer from work Friday she had kind of like a summer code and she wanted to get tested again and she had made me an appointment and uh, so I was getting my hair cut and then kind of pulled around and it was busy so it was at the 12th Street location in Fair Park um, here in Little Rock but um, yeah got and jumped in line we were there about an hour guy came and greeted us uh, so I waited it out, got tested, and guys, it's really simple. Uh, I definitely would 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 urge you to definitely take it under consideration to get it done. We were in and out once, you know, once we waited the hour, because like I said, it was really busy. It just depends on when you when you go. We went on a Friday, uh, this past Friday. It takes less than five minutes. They'll kind of give you directions, but basically what you're doing is just taking the end of a Q-tip swab and then swirling around in each nostril for about you know five different times and um, that's it hand it back to them get your result back on your phone or email and we both tested negative so thank god for that uh definitely definitely recommend doing that because i saw a lot of people starting to do it and i said well yeah let's go ahead and get it done so yeah so oh yeah uh yeah a little i said a little apprehensive at first, but got through that. And uh, yeah, definitely, definitely recommend going to get that done. That's really quick and easy and uh, real simple. So I know you guys have been seeing uh, the HelloFresh meals. Uh, man, it's, uh, it, it's definitely, in a way, saving us a little money. Uh, it is a little more, I mean, you're basically almost with the meal, like per servings, like seven or eight dollars, and then you two servings. Uh, you know, if you got a household of at least two, and then plus tax and everything, so it's roughly about twenty dollars a meal. But um, I know we were going a lot to the grocery store um, when COVID kind of was initially going on, and uh, was like making routinely trips once a week, and now we're getting our meals once a week shipped, but we're not having to go. And uh, definitely got some cool creations uh, for meals. Um, and you'll see kind of a trend going on. Um, 
but you get to select your meals and that's really cool of course you can upgrade if you want to do uh, the lavish uh, seafood and steak uh, it's a couple dollars more there uh, but definitely check it out hit me up if you want a promo code to receive $40 off uh, your first uh, box meal uh, for your subscription to HelloFresh yeah just hit me up on that uh, we also been binge watching speaking of uh, grocery store supermarket sweep is now on Netflix uh, man this show, show debuted in 1993 it's crazy uh, seeing the hairstyles and the outfits uh, but it's really cool just kind of uh, keeps you on your toes like you know of course they've got like little games like guessing games as far as like uh, different riddles for the different items uh, in grocery stores so it's really cool um, yeah so we kind of play along with that <clears throat> before we get to Denard <clears throat> excuse me today so Andy's restaurant in Conway off Dave Ward came to a lot of scrutiny. You can uh, type in uh, Andy's restaurant in Conway. You'll see THV 11 did an article uh, months, uh, you know, throughout the U.S. Uh, it's hit headlines big time. So a, uh, a black girl actually there in Conway had started her first job. Uh, she's 16 and she loves Andy's, uh, kind of from what I was reading, and she just thought it was a dream job. She literally loved the restaurant. So, um, after her first day, she received an email, um, had wore a mask, said uh, BLM, of course, the Black Lives Matter. But uh, she's the only black person working at this restaurant. Um, People there making, you know, rude comments, uh, saying they didn't like black people, hated dealing with them, even made a comment about her hair saying it was fake. Uh, just very disgusting, uh, asinine comments, if you will. Uh, so, you know, her mom, and we know how moms are, they, you know, they want to fight your battles for you. And she said, no, nah, I want to do this one. But <clears throat> her and her mom led a a uh, Black Lives Matter protest. I actually saw it from a friend of mine, uh, TJ. He actually posted, and they were doing a couple live videos. And so they're out there protesting and, you know, telling people, you know, hey, you know, basically, I mean, they're literally kind of bro blocking the driveway. You're not going to come in here and, you know, go eat it, you know, somewhere else, you know, not here. So uh, now Andy's is looking into it. They fired one of the employees um, a few days ago, and now they're scheduling a seminar regarding different racial situations in the workplace, which <clears throat> I think every company now needs to do that. Uh, much, amongst what we're going on in the, what's going on in the world today definitely uh, needs to happen. Uh, I'll, and this is just not racial, just any type of situation. Because uh, think about it, you're in the world, at jobs, you're going to be working with different people from different races, backgrounds, religions, you know, all, all the above. Um, sexual orientation, whatever it is, you're going to be dealing with these people and you need to know how to handle because as we know, everybody's different. Um, so that's very important, um, you know, as we kind of navigate uh, through this journey in life, uh, you know, getting to know people and where they come from. And that's kind of basis, again, and I've stressed it a million times, that's based on my podcast because me, myself, I want to get to know people different backgrounds and races and you know where they come from you know um you just whoever they are 
um, like I say, I welcome anybody to come on um, because again, I think we've gotten away from that in life and everybody's just selfish and we know how that is. <clears throat> everybody's just in their own bubble, you know, just going about their, their things. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, and I actually believe Don Jeffrey, I want to say that's her mom, but anyway, I believe she was arrested that, uh, th- there was extensive, uh, things coming from this protest. I, I think this was, I want to say yesterday or Saturday, but, um, kind of walking the fine line, like the cop told her where she could stand uh, there on the property. But apparently they called her out by her name, uh, specifically, you know, and said, okay, you're arrested. So it was just kind of a weird turn of events there, but, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I think they're hiring an attorney, uh, so we'll kind of keep, keep a close eye on that, uh, this week as that, uh, uh progresses. So, uh, a, a little brief info. So our, uh, friend this week, Denard Stewart comes to us from, um, from Little Rock, uh, kind of get into his background, career journey, uh, and, uh, a few other things, uh, we kind of, you know, talk about, uh, kind of what, like this social, uh, kind of touch on some social justice issues briefly uh but it was a fun podcast loved it um we actually jump into the marvel universe um kind of talk about it talk about some upcoming movies um so definitely want to uh keep a close ear on that and hear what we got to say about that some uh, dates dropping and kind of what's next for him and what's going on in his life going forward uh just want to go and give you an update so there is, uh, I believe it's within the first minute of the podcast, maybe uh, between, I want to say, a minute 30, a minute 40, um, and I'm still talking. Uh, he was actually, uh, I thought I'd lost him on the podcast during the interview, but actually he was switching it up to get a better quality with his phone. He switched to his um, uh, AirPods. So, uh, yeah, you, so I'm continuing talking. He eventually, uh, pops back into the podcast. So, uh, next up is going to be Denard Stewart and he's going to come to us, uh, with some words this week on happy hour with Ryan. Enjoy. Denard. Hey Ryan, man, what's going on, dude? Man, what's going on? Not too much, man. It's out here trying to make it. I hear you, yeah. man. I hear you, man. So craziness and stuff going on, man. Welcome to Happy Hour with me, of course. Uh, man, what, man, what's the deal in Conway? I hear a lot of stuff going on up there. Man, so uh, yeah, you had some of that link, and I just read about it. And uh, apparently, the I guess the quick gist of it was that one of the employees there, uh, it wasn't even her, but apparently a supporter that came in, and it was actually a white person uh, mm-hmm. had on a Black Lives Matter uh, Black Lives Matter mask. Hmm. And apparently a couple of customers complained about it and they ended up nixing all that was saying that you can't wear it, period. And she started getting a lot of hate from customers. Yeah. And nobody backed her up. And essentially wow. her mom yeah, her mom had to come over there and essentially go regulate and just tell her daughter, like, no, we're not working like you're not working here anymore. And mm-hmm. reached out to corporate. And uh mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently it's been a week since this actually happened. I thought this was, you know, something 
Yeah. Oh, kind of going in and out here uh, as we wait for Denard to connect back. Um, so we're kicking off uh, Happy Hour with Ryan. This is episode eight. Are you there? Hold on. Let me uh, check. Okay. Having some technical difficulties. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, sorry about that. I was trying to have some. Uh, <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, they reached out and the uh, owner, you know, he apologized and he said they're going to make some changes. But the mother had to say that uh, why was it that if it felt so bad about it, if, you know, this hurt you in this way, you didn't want to see it happen. Why didn't you see, you know, why didn't you reach out to my daughter? Why mm-hmm. didn't you see how she was doing? Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where uh, I hate to say it, but like, you know, kind of with all the corporate stuff, we're like NFL, uh, you know, yeah, Walmart yeah. put out statements as like, you know, you knew this, these kind of things were going on beforehand. The statement mm-hmm. kind of all hollow. Right. And yeah, like I, man, it's crazy out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just, uh, man, it's just, it's just getting worse and worse. And man, you, you know, you see the posts like, you know, Jimmy John's, uh, the, the guys were just goofing with, with the noose, man, you know, with the dough. And, you know, people yes. lose jobs. It's just like, I guess people don't care. You know, they're just doing whatever, you know. And, and see, that's the thing, man. It's so crazy because mm-hmm. at one point in time, this didn't, this didn't happen as blatant as it used to be. Yeah. Cause yeah. like there's always been racism wherever, you know, you go, exactly. mm-hmm. but it wasn't to the point where like people were comfortable with like actually doing like Nazi salutes, you know, right. in front of like in front of buildings or just outright calling you a racial slur with like a whole crowd around because now everybody's either on their phone or no one wants to stand up for it. Yeah. And they've got away for so long. It's just like, it's just getting so much worse. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I just remember, uh, kind of take us back, like 2015, 2016, this is before the mm-hmm. election. And this is when, you know, um, people getting pulled over and initially, and maybe even before the body cams, you know, uh, you know, black guys were getting shot. Yeah. That's when it was kind of starting. Uh, Man, uh, how the protesting Conway, uh, uh, like, has there been any? I, I guess I haven't really seen any. I've seen mostly in Little Rock, and I live downtown, so I was kind of seeing it on the news and stuff. Anything going up there like that? Uh, well, actually, man, I live out in uh, Sherwood now. You live but, in Sherwood, uh, so you okay, you're closer to this side, okay? I did not know, yeah, that. man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, we moved out to uh, we moved to Jacksonville a few years ago, and then yeah, we just moved out to Sherwood. Actually, we just bought my we just bought our first home, so <laughs> relations, man. And, and actually, correlate with that. So, a friend of mine, Richard Willis, uh, mm-hmm. he's from Little Rock, but him and his wife and three kids they just bought a house over off, uh, I think Silver Creek, but they're in Sherwood. Silver- Okay, I know exactly where Silver Creek is. That's yeah, like I think, probably. I'm uh, them, yeah, I'm helping them move this Saturday, actually. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, they just closed it because, yeah, they've been from Benton to uh, North Little Rock or whatnot. And now, yeah, they're in Sherwood. So, yeah, we're actually, uh, I actually bought my home from uh, my childhood home from my parents. Really? So, oh, yeah. How, but... how do you like it there in Sherwood? Because I know that, that's kind of got a bad rap as far as with the cause, but how, how do you like it so far? So it's it's a 
it's a strange thing, man, because like I, so I was born in Little Rock. I grew up on Booker, but we okay. moved out here to Sherwood when I was uh, five. Okay. So, and all my family pretty much is all in Little Rock. So like I've, I'm that suburban kid, but I kind of grew up hood. There so you <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. the main thing is like, it's so quiet and it's so peaceful out here. Mm-hmm. And the thing is like, when I like growing up where I was, there was a dude next door that played like drums all night and there's like <laughs> stuff going. So while I love the quiet, it I like I can't sleep with it. Yeah. But uh the main thing is that the cops are bad. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. now when I mean the cops are bad, I don't mean like not so much in particulars with like the shootings and things that exactly. are going on. Yeah, they just pull you. I mean, they will pull you up <laughs> speeding to most of the man. Uh, I even got a couple t- I mean tickets and just and this was like years years ago but man i remember going to court there and, sh- and i mean that line was out the door it's so <laughs> here's the thing man i'll tell you and people ask me this all the time mm-hmm. this counting since i was 16 years old mm-hmm. i've been pulled over in sherwood 53 times you i've received i've received two tickets wow out of those 53 times i've been pulled over wow <laughs> yeah like it's yeah. it, it's it's crazy now this is this is one of the areas where it's not so much racial exactly. because mm-hmm. because i've seen them pull over i've seen them pull over a white couple that mm-hmm. they had to at least been in their 70s like 70s early 80s yeah. Yeah. and they pulled them over because they were doing like 42 in a you know 40 wow because i've been pulled over for doing 41 42 and a 40 i'm like man it's one mile over like yeah what you know what how was I even going to notice that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, it's not so bad here. You know, like I said, not racially. Like right, I, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, I, yeah. It's never been the, like I've been pulled over and it's, you know, been like, you know, what you doing here, boy type of situation. Right. Right. Now I've been pulled over in Harrison before and I, so I've experienced that. Like, you have. okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Man. So, so like, honestly, I've, like you, you know, you see my Facebook posts and everything exactly. else. Like, oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I go hard for stuff like stuff like this. Like yeah, I, yeah. Like I, and this would almost be the first time like I kind of speak about it publicly. But I was in a situation like George Floyd, and really? it was at yeah, man, it was actually at a, <laughs> it was actually at a college campus. I won't name the names because you know okay. how it goes. But uh, yeah. it was my freshman year, mm-hmm. and just so happened that a friend of mine went down to his uh, dorm room to go grab a backpack because mine had just busted that day. And he was like, man, I got an extra one. You just pay me for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going down the steps, two cops run up and they just look and they're like, that's him. I hadn't done anything. Mm-hmm. Wrong, so I just keep going. Yeah. And they're like, stop. I'm, so I stop. I'm like, you know, what's going on? And mm-hmm. they throw me against the wall. Put my, you know, put me in handcuffs. I'm like, man, what's going on? And they're like, you know what you did? Where are you coming from? I just came from upstairs from my dorm room. Like, well, where are you going? So mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going. What happened was uh, the guys I had talked to, they apparently were out there with a blowtorch, uh, charring bike chains. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, you know, it wasn't anything major, but uh, yeah, like, came and just literally had me in handcuffs all the time. And my RA came down, this sweet girl named Becky. She's like, you know, what's going on? I was like, being black in America, Becky. And <laughs> just straight up, yeah. yeah. So they literally took me down to an interrogation room, had me in there. Mind you, it's like 45, 50 degrees in there. I got on, you know, just, you know, basketball shorts and stuff. I'm kicking it. 
Yeah, yeah. I was in there for six hours. <laughs> like, like they they know what they're doing because they're trying to break you. Oh, but, yeah, 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 most definitely. You, you know, and it's just one of those things where the only reason I got out of it was because I threatened legal action. You know, I kept calm. I kept my composure. Yeah. You know, when you mess up the money, when you know that there, you know, there's options that, oh, this might not go well, that's when stuff kind of starts to work out a little bit in your favor. But, mm-hmm. you know, as I say, after some shady stuff, I ended up getting out. I was fine. But right. that's the thing. I might not have been. And my parents didn't know anything about it. My friends didn't know anything about it. It was just like, mm-hmm. I've been gone. Yeah. And like I said, the situation in Harrison was actually kind of the same thing where it's raining. I'm mm-hmm. out in the street and I got a friend, like I said, I got a car full of black folks. Right. What goes on out there. <laughs> and he's like, want to search the car. No warrants, no nothing else. And he's freaking out because one of my friends who's worried about me is looking because it's raining and he can't see where I'm at. And he's like, man, he's making me worry. What's he doing? What's he doing? Hand on his head. You know, mm-hmm. we got out of it good. But like I said, it's one of those things where I know, I know where the bad stuff really is. Yeah. Sure, it was not bad for that. It's really not. I lived there. I lived in an apartment. Actually, I lived there, of course, for two years. And man, it was really not that bad. And I loved it. Like you said, peaceful, nice city, clean. I mean, it, it it's really a nice place to live, honestly. Yeah, like. Like I said, I, you know, grew up here. Like, I know my neighbors have been my neighbors since, like I said, I was five. They haven't moved mm-hmm. away. The same old people that I grew up with. And, like, yeah. I love it. I, like I said, I love my neighborhood. But, right. like I said, you know, nine times out of ten, if you're driving a little bit over speed limit, you're probably going to get pulled over. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. You're yeah. probably not going to beat it. Yeah. It's, and I was right at the exit because uh, I lived off Kill Avenue. And, man, I, I'd, I'd always make it maybe – past exit three close to four and that's usually you know they, they'll get you man uh, <laughs> it never fails um so kind of tell us a little bit and we'll kind of kind of get back to kind of some things in news we're going to kind of talk about but uh you said you, you grew up you know around little rock sherwood um how was it life at home uh, any brothers or sisters or uh no man i'm a only child born <laughs> that's probably where we get along so yeah because i was like i'm an only child as well yeah man like uh now don't get me wrong i got a lot of so uh in total i probably got like about 40 cousins that are all in like the greater little rock area and like my grandmother that was you know my best friend growing up she all the kids would go over to her house so you know i didn't have any brothers or sisters but i always was close with my you know my cousins and all the friends that i made around the neighborhood like we all were really close so i felt like i had brothers and sisters even though i didn't right Man, it was honestly like I tell people all the time, but I grew up lucky. Like, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. my parents, they worked full time. So I was a latchkey kid, but I never did without, <laughs> you know, I was always one of the kids. I was always one of the kids that if I wanted to do something for mm-hmm. a birthday or something, they never said no because, yeah, you know, it would not necessarily like I was spoiled, but I didn't ask for much. So. I think I was like that too. I never was really begging, but yeah, stuff just like, and that's good, man. Uh, you know, it's like almost in a way, Hey, you deserve your, your good, great kid, you know, keep your grades up or whatever. And yeah, you, you know, it was something, in a way. Yeah. It was like one of those things where it's like, Hey, you know, it was, they wanted to show, Hey, we see you're doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, we noticed that you're really trying to do, you know, the things we expect of you. So, you know, here you go. And, I said, I tell my parents all the time, like I love them for it. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, you know? most definitely. And like I said, I grew up uh, actually the elementary school, 
pretty much everything. Uh, I went to everything in Sherwood until high school, and then I gotcha. transferred over to Mills. Okay, but, you're from me. Okay, you went to Mills. Okay, okay. Yeah, Mills graduate oh four. Yeah, nice, nice. So you're, you're okay. You're 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 younger than me. Okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. And then, um, of course, uh, used to get this conversation with everybody. So, uh, college, obviously, uh, I'm sure that's usually a thing with everybody. It comes up. Uh, you, you went to UCA, right? Or I went to uh, yeah, I went to UCA for a little bit, and then I went to uh, and then I left there, and I went to Pulaski Tech to go uh, get a culinary degree. Oh, you so. did? I did not know that. So you're in the culinary arts. Okay, because I'm, I'm alum of Pulaski Tech uh, Associate of Arts. But yeah, okay. very yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, so I, my mother actually started a catering business when I was a kid, and then I took it over. That's how I paid for my college through UCA. Uh, nice. And then after that, you know, I kept working that for a while, and then I, you know, I, I'm not going to lie, catering gets kind of, it gets kind of old. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> money's good, but, you know, when you're working by yourself most of the time, it's like, yeah, I, I need to find something new. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So, so what's, what's your favorite dish to kind of throw down in the kitchen? Uh... <sighs> Man, honestly, uh, the one thing that, like, my wife actually loves for me to make is uh, my bolognese sauce. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, for some reason, man, I love Italian food. Like, I love pasta. Like, anything pasta is, is yep. phenomenal. <laughs> so yeah, yeah man i i could probably do alfredo my wife says oh and then um manicotti i do pretty good manicotti i'm, I'm gonna okay. put myself on the pedestal on that yeah i'm pretty good so. <laughs> all right i see you man. i see you man <laughs> yeah, yeah most definitely most definitely so um and, and you're and now are you still doing something culinary or uh what's your career uh path right now at the moment so well, right now i actually work in uh restaurant equipment and uh sales so okay. Yeah, I'm I'm still in the industry, but now more along the lines of I'm helping people get their start going on. Like, you know, we sell a lot of equipment, all the big stuff, but also people come in just needing some advice on things. They need us to, you know, build up walk-ins or help them plan things. It's like, you know, we do a lot. So I kind of get a little bit more enjoyment actually out of that than, you know, just the cooking that I used to do. Definitely, definitely. And man, especially what's going on. So man, get to here with COVID, man, what you think, opinions, uh, I know it's um, four months in, like what, I mean, I'm just like hearing one thing and then hearing another, and I just don't know what to believe. I, I just, I don't know anymore. <laughs> man, so like my main thing is always, and like I said, I'm, I'm not going to lie, man, like I'm proud of it. I'm a smart dude, you know, yeah. and grew up, I've always been told you believe in science. You know, regardless of whatever it is, at the end of the day, you believe in science. Right. And science has shown, <laughs> and like I said, it's not that it's perfect, but at the same time, if it shows that it can mitigate something, mm -hmm. you know, if it can reduce the possibility of something, then it's worth trying, especially for something like, you know, a minor experience with, you know, the mask. <laughs> <Nope. Yeah. Right. laughs> but, man, honestly, like, I'm going to be real with you. I'm so like i am angry oh i am too yeah and it's mostly just because like they're it's it's not the fact that like people have opinions i get that mm -hmm. the yeah. thing is, is that the whole situation is that you know they got people that are saying that wearing a mask is you know causing them that they can't breathe and mm -hmm. you know there was some girl that was in florida that went on this huge tirade about how there were surgeons that if they that surgeons don't make it past their third surgery because they die from 
you know, I guess CO2 inhalation from their mask. And I'm just yeah. like, you know, I'm, you know, people like this couldn't happen because. So, you know, Ben Carson is the head of HUD. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> so he is a world famous brain surgeon. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure, you know, you don't get to be a world famous surgeon by just doing three surgeries and then you croak. Exactly. So, <laughs> like, man, you got to extrapolate your data from just what's going around. And they're just coming up with so much randomness. And uh, what they call the left or just regular people is just like, man, just put on the mask. Right. Like, you know, just walk out. Like, if you're going out in public, put on the mask. If you want to go to your friend's house and don't, that's fine. But just protect everyone else. And it's, it's mm-hmm. crazy they equate the two as the same thing where, like, one is. Mm-hmm. honestly deplorable and the other one is kind of humane just you're watching out for other people and the others just i want to be selfish so i can go out and eat at the red onion or whatever random restaurant you want to go to right <laughs> right yeah man uh because me and my mom like she came to visit um last month and we went to outback and mm-hmm. uh man it was you know i was just so dead in there this was like well this was like early afternoon around four you know we wore our mask in there until our, our waters came out or whatever we were drinking and Man, you know, we took them off, but yeah, you know, it's, it's just so weird seeing that. I, I've been only besides that, besides the Outback, uh, came, went over here, lost 40 right down the street, and we actually mm-hmm. sat outside a picnic table, of course, waited till our drinks came out or whatever. But man, other than that, yeah, we just kind of order in, and that's it, man. Um, yeah, like we pretty much just we kind of do the same, like we don't we don't sit out anywhere. It's if yeah. it's not takeout, we don't do it, but yeah, you know, like uh, actually, I, I talked about it uh, beforehand, we were messaging about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlas Bar, mm-hmm. and hey, Atlas Bar is one of the places that you know the you know my company we you know the store I work at uh-huh. we helped you know start oh, you know nice. we oh, know that. okay yeah so that's so that's the thing like I get upset and I get sad when I see that you know mm-hmm. they're shuddering because yeah of what COVID did and it's like you know I things could have worked out with takeout for certain places right. but. Mm-hmm. with this you know with so many people saying that they're not going to do takeout if they can't go in it's like man you still have to support these players you want yeah. to go do this but mm-hmm. this is going to be the best thing for them yeah because uh <laughs> like um tacos for life on mccain mm-hmm. uh, i know the must i know the franchise owner over there and great guy like i said love him to death mm-hmm. and that's the thing he's he even told me he's like man business has actually been tripling because they're going through making sure that they got their takeout, you know, great. They're setting up their dining room so that they can have somebody, but they're like, Hey, we can go ahead and get this takeout really quick. And they're yeah. pumping out, you know, they're pumping out as fast as they can, but they're making sure they're doing a good job. And it's like, everybody's still appreciative of, Hey, at least we can go get good food and, you know, go somewhere, you know, and at least get out of the house, not have to at least dine in. And it's like, you know, it can work, but people don't want to give it a chance. And it makes me sad because that means that, you know, these places that we actually like to go out and enjoy, there might not make it. And speaking of like to enjoy it, man, uh, so uh, get to it now. Brewski's uh, want to bring this up. <laughs> I, you know, I've got and I've got friends that uh, like I have a friend, his girlfriend uh, works there. Like she's like a manager. And then another one is friends. And, and I've been there not not many times, but I've been there a couple of times. And it was just a brawl on Facebook of Sunday, like people going at it left and right. Like, you know, man, it was crazy. Yeah. Like one girl went from (laughs) posting a photo and it looked like a regular night. Like, and I'm talking about even before COVID, just a Friday or Saturday night on the patio smoke. I mean, that thing looked like it was 20 or 30, at least 20, 30 people hanging out there. Didn't even have a mask on. 
Yeah, just nothing. Like, yeah, and that's not even inside. So, I mean, what do you, and because I remember seeing a post that said, okay, we're open Saturday, we're closed Sunday and Monday. And I was thinking, okay, why? That's that's odd. Then another post on the story, well, we're going to be open, or excuse me, we're going to be closed Sunday and Monday for professional cleaning. That was 11 hours later. And then saying they were shut down. Then somebody, somebody got on there and was like, all uh, three of the employees were uh, tested positive and they were still working. And then somebody was like, oh, stop spreading light. I mean, that's that's what triggered it. Well, I know that. And I saw that same post and I know that someone actually took a screenshot. And uh-huh. I think that's what caused the big that's what caused the big part of it, because in the screenshot, mm-hmm. they changed the wording. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. first one was that they, they shut down because of CDC guidelines. Exactly. for cleaning. Mm-hmm. And then the second post was, you know, hey, we're going to just shut down for cleaning. And now I don't know. Like I said, you know, we weren't there. We don't know what all we actually. We really don't know there. behind closed doors, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, I and I'm not the and that's like I'm not the conspiracy theory. I'm not the rumor guy. Exactly. But at the same time, you know, we see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I was like, man, because it was like you know, some people defending Bruce. You know, they were like, oh well, you know, people trying to make the living, which is understandable. But then you got people. Oh, well, they shouldn't have been, you know, having this. It just seemed like you you know. So many people there, and I was like, "Is that?" But you know, within the guidelines, because I think it was sixty-six percent now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, something like that. And, I just, and see, gosh. and so the thing, the guidelines they they change constantly. So there's mm-hmm. sometimes they say you only have thirty-three percent. Sometimes it's fifty percent. Sometimes it's forty, and it's like they don't know what they're doing. And yeah. then you're right, like you know, at the end of the day, they're a business, and yeah. yeah, you know, they got to keep. They got employees they got to pay. They got overhead they got to pay. They got to keep the lights on. So I get it, you know, but at the same time, there's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's a catch-22. Like, you want them mm-hmm. to succeed. You want them to have people mm-hmm. there. So it's exactly. one, but because, like, that's the thing. For a regular restaurant, mm-hmm. place like, you know, for a fast food place or even, like, a place like Saltgrass or something, takeout right. is fine because that they just make their money on mostly food and when they start lifting thing on alcohol they're still some no, they're making their money a bar yeah. can't do that you know like brewski's everybody like everybody's real nobody really just goes to brewski's just to go get something to eat and then go exactly home. they're gonna go drink yeah, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> you're making their money on liquor sales and you can't make money on liquor sales if you can't have people in the bar right so and like no matter how much takeout they're due they're not going to be able to cover Essentially, got to fire like pretty much all their waste staff and just keep you know skeleton crews for stuff to go on until yeah. the pandemic's over. Because I mean, we're like I said, we're four months in. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be ending anytime soon. It's like, man, I get it, but right. Like I said, it's it's one of those things where maybe if people were wearing masks, it might not be so bad. Because there was a there was a place in Texas where there were two uh, two barbers. They wore masks. None of their uh, customers did, and there was like 140 customers. And none of the customers got it. Mm. Now, the two owners, you know, they were cutting hair. They have it. But nobody there, they've been tested multiple times. Nobody else got it. So maybe, you know, if everybody's wearing a mask, they, you know, kind of reduce some of the numbers. It might have been okay. But how do you police so many people, you know, you know, in a bar that multiple levels, you know, you're like so many bouncers just kicking people out constantly because they don't want to wear a mask. And if you keep people out, that's going to get bad will towards your bar, towards your staff. And like I said, man, it's just bad all around. It's like, there's no real simple or 
easy solution for all of it. It's just it really isn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I feel bad for him, but man, like I said, just seeing everything, you know, pop off online, it's like, ah, it's, it's like, I'm just, I put it like this. I'm glad I'm not in his shoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and then, man, you saw, speaking of sawgrass, you, you saw that big throwdown uh, over there. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'll be real with you. I'm mm-hmm. also one that, not going to lie to you, these hands are E for everybody. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I will throw hands also. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, the the main issue was just, and I said this before, they, you know, they shouldn't have had any right to come over there, you know, berating them and then coughing and actually spitting on them. That's mm-hmm. That was a bridge too far. Right. But in my whole head, I'm not going to lie, this is what I said, you shouldn't have been in there in the first place. Like, nobody should have been in there. Exactly. Like, you know, and I don't know whether they were sitting at the bar to eat. I don't know if they were waiting on their takeout. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm still defending them because I'm like, you know, yeah. once you spit on somebody, because I've been spit on before. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. like the most yeah. degrading thing besides slapping somebody you can do, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not going to lie. I got spit on, knocked them out. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't I don't play like that. So I, like I said, I'm just with them. But, yeah, I'm just like, man, I feel bad for y'all. But. Like I said, don't go out. Just stay home because these yeah, people are crazy. Chill. Yeah, because uh, a, a couple of my wife's uh, uh, clients, they went, and, and it's, it's before, and they went to that same sawgrass, and it was like uh, a week or two before. And mm-hmm. I think I want to say, she said three of the people in there weren't wearing masks, and I believe might have been the employees, if I'm not mistaken. So it's wow. just like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're just kind of like, and, and my wife, she just went to Popeye's on Colonel Glenn down from her work, and huh. she said nobody had masks on, and she the, the part she could see, the front, uh, you know, part of the, the drive through window, and huh. then <clears throat> the person, she was getting a sweet tea, the person that was, like, was grabbing ice literally with her hand, didn't have any gloves on. Okay, so they had the mask on, but not, like, around the mat like it was right below like right. around the chin area yeah so it's just like like wearing like a chin strap so <laughs> i i mean i had i had to report it i mean i called and, and i had another incident with them i called about but man i was just like golly you know that's that's health code violation yeah, and that's now see that's the one thing i will say at least at the places i've been to in north little rock mm-hmm. the staff have been adhering to that mm-hmm. just with the umph degree like every place I've gone to, they either have on they have on masks, they got hand sanitizer out for the free for everybody. Yeah. They got gloves on if they're doing, you know, handling food, if mm-hmm. everybody just has disposable cups, you know, they're doing yeah. what they need to do. So I'm yeah. really glad on that point. Like, but man, yeah, like when you see stuff like that, like I don't blame you. You gotta report it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just like, cause you just never know like how long it's been going on. And they just opened that Popeye's uh I want to say within the last couple of months. See, that's that's probably it. It's mm-hmm. pandemic time. You know, they're just trying to get whoever can get a job, and yeah. it's people not really just they don't really care. Yeah, yeah, true, man. We kind of want to wrap up this last part here, man. Kind of switching gears. Um, <laughs> so, man, what do you think about the Marvel Universe? Of course, Endgame, uh, big movie, uh, fantastic. Uh, I loved it. Uh, what do you think of Endgame? I guess that kind of wrapping up that that phase was it Phase Three, right? Yeah, yeah, Phase okay. Three. So, okay. so you know me, man. I'm huge comic nerd. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so you know, this was this was my thing. Yeah. Um, what was what was the one that was before it? Um, Infinity War. Infinity War. So that was like I was actually disappointed in Infinity War. Really? Because people liked Infinity War better than Endgame. There was a and eh, Infinity War no. had more grit to it, and like you know, like it's maybe you know it's just that type that just man, it was more aggressive, and you know, Thanos was just this big badass, you know, in a way, and. I think people, but they're like in game. Eh, yeah, it was okay, you know. And I kind of see the point a little bit, but yeah. What's, so, so, what's your point on the what, uh, the, the uh, Infinity War? Well, see, my thing was is that, like I said, I'm a comic book nerd, so mm-hmm. my whole thing is I'm looking for you know the storyline. Yeah. Well, when they announced that it's already going to be two movies, mm-hmm. you know, it was like when Black Panther disappeared. I already knew who's coming back. We already knew. Yeah. And I was like, ah, he's coming back. They're all coming back. Yeah. Because yeah, it's just, it's, you know, okay, well, we already know what's coming up for Black Panther 2, blah, blah, blah. You know, exactly, this character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in game, the fact that it was a closing chapter and it wasn't the fact, you know, like, we knew who was coming back. We knew there were, you know, there were going to be people that were going to disappear forever because their contracts were over with. Exactly. Yeah. But they brought in so much nostalgia. They brought in everything that you love from all the original movies. And then they tied up those things where Tony got to finally say goodbye to his dad. That's true. You know, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, he, and, uh, you know, Steve finally got his happy ending with Peggy. Exactly. Yeah. And of course, like my favorite moment was Steve got the hammer. <laughs> like, did, did, did they, did they allude? Cause you know, it kind of moved with me and my wife. We talk, you know, it kind of moved a little bit in uh, age of Ultron, just a tad little bit. It but, did. There's only, and he was like, I was like, him of all people, he he picked up that hammer. That that was it. And see, that was, and the thing that I love was when you see him wiggle it in the first Avengers movie. Yeah, you see the look on Thor's face, and everybody thought that Thor was worried mm-hmm. that he was going to lose the hammer because yeah. Steve might be worried, you know, might be worthy. But that was it. Was the fact that when he picked it up, and Thor yelled out, "Yes," right. because. Because he was that excited that he was like, no, I have someone else that is worthy with me. Mm-hmm. That was so dope to me. Like, <laughs> literally, I was like, yes, I was so happy in the theater. <laughs> did, did you go, did you go, because from what I heard when it came out, because I remember I was, uh, I had gallbladder surgery, uh, like uh, right around, I think it just came out. Of, but I just remember, like, I had posted, I was like, uh, there's word, like the release date in Little Rock, there were like, there was like, five or six standing ovations. I said, this must be a lit movie. I, I knew it was going to be good, but just what I was hearing, I could not wait to go see it. Man, like, I'll <laughs> tell you, like, the, the one thing that I always hated going to the movies was, like, at the end when everybody, like, starts clapping because I'm like, it's, it's not Broadway. Nobody can hear it. Right, right. But that was the one time where it was at the end of it. People started <laughs> clapping and cheering. And I was like, you know what? No, that deserves it. It gives it all the praise. Like, yeah. It was 20, it was, what, 20 movies? Yeah, but, 22, I think, or so. Yeah, in combination, yeah, like, just about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, you know how hard it is just to get, like, not all of them are perfect. Not all of them, right. you know, are A-plus movies, but right. all of them are at least entertaining. Yeah. Like, it's hard to do in a franchise that every movie is entertaining, mm-hmm. that you can sit down and at least, you know, even if it's not the best, like, hey, it's on. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's your favorite? What's probably one of your favorite ones? Uh, and, and I've even talked to just all different races, and Across the board, most of them out of all, they'll say Black Panther. Man, that's honestly that was mine. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. And, like, even why white people, like all different types of people, like they're like Black Panther, hands down. 
I'll tell you, like, I think one of the reasons why is that it gave you it wasn't something that everyone already knew. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everybody's already familiar with Iron Man. They know what's right. going on more and this and the other. But this is one that like so I actually rented out a theater so that really? yeah, I ran out of theater and donated tickets so that people could oh. go and actually see this movie. So kids could because I believe representation matters. There you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and it was one of those things where like we had white kids that were just like, I love the Black Panther because mm-hmm. not because he was black, not because of because he was a good hero. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like I don't want to be the black person. I don't want to be that one. I just want to be the hero. And that's what that movie was. He wasn't just the black hero. He was the actual hero. He didn't have yeah. any attachments to something because he was with his own people. Like, you know, the only major white characters were villains. And, you know, except for uh, the agent, I can't remember the CIA agent's name. I know. But, you, oh, uh, yeah. I can't think of that yeah. either. But yeah. But even then, though, it wasn't, uh, it still wasn't, even though they did have issues with race, which, they brought up a lot of key points. I looked, and that's one of the things I loved about it was they didn't sugarcoat things. Mm-hmm. They just like when uh, Michael B. Jordan, you know, Killmonger at the beginning said, you know, well, where did you get this from? You know, you stole this from my people. Exactly. We, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, you know, that's straight up just the truth is like as much as people praise museums, they looted from a lot of cultures, not just black. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of Asian cultures that have stuff that's missing there's a lot of you know hispanic cultures and it's just like mm-hmm. yeah it's great that you got these things for people to see but they belong to their people yeah most of them and it was yeah. it's something you know you connect with on it's something you connect with with everyone not just you know one race most definitely and uh man we're going to a new phase uh because of covid black widow got pushed back but because also we're going to get sorry next year you know three movies a year uh the next years and then shang chi's gonna be the first with asian uh superhero to be released um on film and then you've got eternals um doctor strange uh multiverse of madness man we got some pretty good lineup coming up and then of course black panther 2 captain marvel 2 and uh and so forth yeah man i'm you want to know the one thing is that uh i'm actually really excited about was not necessarily a specific movie, but what they're alluding to is the next phase is going to start some of the cosmic stuff. I, yeah, and, I kind of picked up on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing for people like, you know, people are really just now kind of getting into it that weren't like nerds with all this stuff. Yeah. And that's the thing, like the nerds already know, and they're trying to let people know, like if they actually get to the cosmic stuff, like it gets so crazy and it's so fun because there's essentially think guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. But with, but with like 120 people, like oh, whatever your favorite superhero is, they're there somewhere. Oh, they're something okay. major. So if it's like, they might actually do something with, you know, they might bring in Silver Surfer because they already announced that they're bringing in Nova. And if you bring in Nova, that means they're bringing in the Nova core and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. They already introduced, you know, in previous movies. Right. So they alluded to, and it's like, man, once you start picking up, just go online and just, you know, buy a comicsology subscription mm-hmm. for like five ninety nine, and just okay. some random stuff out just to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get anything with Marvel and you want to see some good cosmic stuff, yeah. uh, one I recommend is Black Mirror. Okay, okay. That, that starts with Earth. It deals with X-Men, Nova, Thanos, Thor, all of them. And it's right. crazy. It's something fun. It's a light read. You know, it's not anything you got to dedicate yourself to, but 
that's the kind of stuff that you can look forward to if they're going to do all the cosmic stuff. That's what I'm really excited about. Yeah, because they, I was, and I don't know, it may be a surprise. They're kind of going away from, I was thinking Galactus was going to be the next villain, but now they're saying Dr. Doom is, which the Fantastic Four, they're going to come in. Uh, another revamp of that. Hopefully that's really good, which I hear, uh, uh, John Krasinski and uh, Emily Blunt, I think. Yeah, that's what everybody's been saying so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and see and man that's the thing if it's dr doom that's supposed to be like the central villain that is like i'm so excited yeah yeah Yeah, like it like pretty much read up any you know story with doom except for the one except for the one where luke cage uh ran up on his house because he owed him 50 dollars like (laughs) (laughs) you know and i'll be honest with you i'll watch that if it was like a special christmas episode because i think it was a christmas comic but yeah dude like Seriously, they they've been batting damn near a hundred so far. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting to see what else they put out. Yeah, so like thinking about like I was thinking about cause. Okay, you have the Eternals, you have the Guardians of the Galaxy, you got what Captain Marvel. Like they and probably they're going to do Avengers five. Well, I, I guess it, it, I guess a cosmic being is going to come to Earth because and Doctor Strange, maybe Star Witch. But thinking who could where would the battle? I guess maybe take place. Would it? be somewhere out of space or would it, they still come to earth I, I guess they take oh dr doom i don't know much about him but so like if they do if they're going to be if doom's going to be the central focus mm-hmm. then or the central antagonist then mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of earth-based stuff okay but the way they always do stuff with like marvel like especially with the marvel comics right is yeah there's stuff going on in outer space but there's still stuff going on on earth too like it's never just Right. we're dealing with stuff in outer space like mm-hmm. there's always a war on two fronts yeah. so the way they'll probably make the movies is like like more than likely you know they're going to be black panther on the avengers and captain marvel well exactly. captain marvel's probably going to be off in the space doing whatever while mm-hmm. black panther's here you know handling whatever and man like that's that's going to be the thing is you know with some of the marvel movies there's some that are more action-packed and some over that are kind of you know more slow going and everything else mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where it's going to be at where it's going to be you know some of these are going to be high action just you know full excuse me you know just full throttle everything going at you and then some of them are going to be kind of a little bit slower paced a little bit more you know drama driven kind of like a almost like the winter soldier kind of situation oh yeah but, but yeah like and Doom, and the thing is, man, Doom still does with cosmic stuff because they might end up doing uh, was their last major event was called uh, Secret War. Secret where, War, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, essentially Doom became God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was just like you know you got a ragtag team of heroes, and you're like, how do you stop God? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that, that'd be nuts. Uh, yeah, a couple of things here before we uh, and and kind of plugging your stuff here um man the defenders any word on that as far as um i guess disney acquired because you know they they canceled the series um but is there any revamp have you heard anything about that uh man the latest thing that i've heard was that uh i know that the punisher is officially off uh he he's left that project completely but there were some rumblings that possibly uh they possibly looking to reboot luke cage and iron mm. fist okay. but they but it won't be with the original actors oh man I yeah really like 
D- Danny Rand a little bit getting YouTube, but love Luke Cage uh, and love Matt Bird. I, uh, I can't think of his, 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 his the guy, uh, Charlie Cox. Hey, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love and, their characters, and, but I, that's the thing. I actually like. I, I did not like Danny Rand. I liked him with Luke Cage. I but, did too. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know they. That's the thing. They're that's kind of their thing. They're the heroes for hire. So I figured right. I like them together. Yeah. But you know, it was one of those things where you know Disney acquired it, and we never really got to see where they went with that. But yeah, I, I'm kind of sad because like I'm like you. I want to see where the other actors were going to go. Mm-hmm. Like I want to give him a second, like a second season, and maybe like because a lot of people said they hated Danny Rand's character, and did, I didn't care yeah. for him that much either. But yeah. I started seeing something kind of change a little bit. It's like maybe you know season two he might have picked it up a little bit, you know, right. another stride. But yeah. you know, hopefully if they do a reboot, you know, maybe it might still have that same chemistry and that same feel. Most definitely. And then you know, uh, you heard about Mortal Kombat. Uh, it got moved up two months. It's supposed to come out January, I believe, fifteenth. That's around Martin Luther King uh, in twenty twenty one. Yeah, and man, like. I never thought I'd see another Mortal Kombat movie, man. And Annihilation was just kind of, you know, thrown together. It, it seemed like everything was just rushed and, you know, last, <laughs> I don't say last minute, but just everything from two and three, the video game, all these different characters coming. You know, I liked the first one, but yeah, the second, yeah. I don't know. It kind of failed, kind of flopped. Man, I love the first one. And mm-hmm. my dad took me, my dad took me and my friends to go see the second one in theaters. Yeah. And, I still remember, like, we sat through the whole thing, but we kept asking each other if we just wanted to leave. Yeah. And we didn't leave because my dad liked the movie, but my dad wanted to leave, too. And we we're just, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie yeah. was terrible, dude. <laughs> so, but, uh, mm-hmm. but did you ever watch the YouTube series that they had for a minute? Did you know, yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I was at a friend's house in North Little Rock, and actually, she was telling me about it. She's like, you know they're doing another Mortal Kombat. And I guess she didn't really – and I was like, what are you talking She's like, well, they got – Something on YouTube, and I looked at it, and it was like, guess what? That kind of short film, kind of yeah, there were, yeah, there were like maybe ten to like fourteen minute episodes, and yeah. I don't know, I don't know how many they actually did, but mm-hmm. they were actually like really well done. Like, yep. they were gory. They mm-hmm. they you know kind of gave you a little backstory that modernized some of the you know heroes and villains. But yeah, like I was really, I was. I'm be honest with you, I'm more impressed with like I find on YouTube now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but now you know, okay, they got these movies, and they've been doing. I mean, like I said, they've been doing pretty good with most of these so far. Mm-hmm. And, and look, if they said it was coming out in January, I'd be scared. <laughs> I know. Well, and yeah, because we don't know about with this pandemic how long it's going to last. Uh, uh, yeah, they wrapped it, finishing pretty. I mean, they filmed in Australia, and actually, McCabe Brooks from um, uh, Supergirl, he's going to be mm-hmm. Jax, uh, Jimmy Olsen. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and I'm trying Man. to think. There's some other, and they're actually having uh, some Asian actors play these characters, like a uh, Luke Kang and oh um, uh, Raiden. Um, okay. I think of some of the other Scorpion <laughs> and everything, and they're actually going to have fatalities. It's going to be rated R as well. Okay, and see, that was going to be the other thing. If mm-hmm. you know, if it was going to be PG-13, it was like, don't don't waste your time. Don't, don't waste it. Yeah, let's throw it out the door. But yeah, yeah. That, that's another big thing. I think James Wan, if I'm not mistaken, is at the helm of it. He's actually doing it. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So just kind of wrapping up here, man. Uh go ahead and plug in your podcast. Uh I know you uh I didn't know you had one. You and your friend, or <laughs> do y'all still do that? Uh, video games and movie reviews or 
man, well, it's still up, but I'm on hiatus at the moment. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm doing the best to do the little, you know, as much activism as I can. This is a little bit more important to me. But uh, that podcast is called The Excitable Gentleman, and it is starring me, Denard Stewart, and my co-host slash one of my best friends, uh, Brandon Reddy. And also, man, if you don't mind, I'm actually plug his podcast because yes, he has a quick. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. And uh, it's called Social Discasting. And most episodes are about 20 to 24 minutes long, but he's talking to people around the country, literally kind of what you're doing right now, uh-huh. just yep. seeing how people are like handling, mm-hmm. you know, the COVID situation, what they're doing to cope with it, you know, good stories, happy memories, sometimes it might be bad, but just seeing what's going on with people. So that's a uh, social casting by Brandon Ray. Brandon Ray, social discasting, got sighted with a gentleman, you with him with well doing that. Uh, man, appreciate you being on. And uh, the two podcasts you guys got, um, Anchor, Spotify, where are you guys located? Uh, so social discasting is pretty much, I believe, on everything right now except for Spotify, but he should be on there soon. Okay. And the Excitable Gentleman's on Podbean, uh, Google Play, and I believe we're on uh, Apple, was it Apple Music right now? Gotcha. Okay. Man, we'll definitely catch you catch you on those and um, definitely subscribe to these guys. Man, appreciate you being on and uh, take care and stay continue to stay safe, man. All right, man. Hey, appreciate it, man. I hope we get to be on uh, again sometime. Oh, yeah. We have, to, we have to get together and do something, man. Hit a movie or something. Oh, yeah, man. Most definitely. Okay. Peace, man. <laughs> Peace. Later, right.